Hi, my name is Pam Aguaza, and you're listening to Drum Weekly. It's Father's Day week, and I might be biased here, but I love dads. Present dads, that is. I was lucky enough to grow up with a father who was not only present, but active in raising me to become the person I am today. My father, however, had me in his late 20s, so he was relatively a young dad. And I agree, that can be a pretty daunting task for many young men who are expectant dads. This is why, for the next two weeks, we'll be chatting to young dads who are currently raising children. They will share their experiences with us and advice for other dads who might be listening. In today's episode, we speak to Durban-based businessman and founder of U Media, Msizi Mumalo. He's a girl dad. To what I might add, one of the cutest baby girls ever. Here's what he had to say about his experience. Um, when I had my first daughter, that was 2017. I was 27 years old. Um, obviously, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a new environment altogether, trying to become a father from being a boy to becoming a father. Um, I wasn't ready, ready, but I had planned for the child. So in terms of, well, me and the mother had talked about it. It wasn't a plan as in like I had saved up some money to, you know, to, to fund my child's life. Um, that, that day happened as, as, as time progressed. So, um, yeah, I was 27 years old and I was still young, still out in the streets, still doing the streets things. Um, but then I had to be cuffed at the time because now being a father means you have to be responsible to, to some extent. So there were things that then I had to change with my life, which wasn't easy. But I had to welcome my child with everything that I had in me. But then the funds were not right. So that became like a hurdle of its own, mm. you know. Uh, you're having a child in your life. You have a woman. Now the woman has to come and stay with you as well. Uh, trying to raise a child together. No matter two, you're not. You're both not working on a like on a, uh, a formal job. Mm-hmm. I had my own thing on the side where the business that I'm running currently was still small at that time. Way 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 too small. So the income wasn't like as fluid as it, it is as as it it is right now. So, yeah, it was a struggle, but it came with love. So if every, everything was done with the heart, it, it kind of didn't, like, appear as trouble at, at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, but when I look at it now, looking back, I can see, would see how much I went through uh, to get where I am with raising the child and being myself as a self-employed um, gentleman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mentioned finances, and that's a huge thing sure. that changes when you have a child. So how did your relationship sure. with money change once you had your daughter? I had to prioritize things. When I, when I, when I had my daughter, obviously the way I've, I, I, I use my money had to, had to change. But at the same time, I couldn't like, dedicate everything that I made to my, towards my daughter's life because I still had a business that I also had to bring up. So which means I had like two kids 
three with the baby mama so <laughs> can you imagine now you have this the, the child you have the baby mama you have the business you have rents to pay you have survival on mm-hmm. its own now you also need to take care of yourself so like there was so many responsibilities piling up on me all at the same time and mind you at that time uh mean i come from a home where if you impregnate somebody you have to own up and take responsibility which means you have to go pay up mm. you know uh with that happening i got to a point where like the global and global you know which it does not just take 100 rand of your of your pocket it takes chunks yeah. and that chunk is a little chunk that i didn't have at the time but it did happen i mean you know so uh, uh, following that i had no money had to live from day to day with anything that came by um up until you know now yeah mm-hmm. so mind you it's, it's it's a bit easier because the child is not with me 24/7 with the mother mm-hmm. um so i can save up some money on my own and then fend for the child from a distance but ideally it wouldn't that well if it were up to me it wouldn't be that situation it would be the other way but at, at the same time it's a benefit because it allows me time to breathe and also to save up because i don't have responsibility right in front of me um i know it's an unfair uh, situation but it it, it works ogwamanje because at least in was to to provide for the child from a distance so money is not so much of a problem right now um as opposed to your child being in front of you asking for things every day and sometimes when you can't provide it feels like you're failing father yeah so from a distance it works yeah and and you mentioned that at the time you felt like these were things that you had to do because you were expecting a child you felt through culture you have to perform certain things either we are shawula or we are lobola so what advice would sure. you give to expectant young fathers now based on your experience i'd say um yes Go, uh, traditionally or one culturally or traditionally mm-hmm. uh, either or uh, yes really you, you have to own up to your responsibility but I'd say take time and study your person uh, the person that you would and also if there's a child it does not necessarily mean that that person is your forever so don't make hasty decisions at the time i'm not saying which mine was wrong but i'm saying because we are not together anymore which means we were not ready we were both not ready to become what we wanted to become at the time so you might meet a person right now and then you'll get in a situation where you'll impregnate each other and then there's a child that that is expected and you make hasty decisions based on your customary background and then then those decisions don't align with your vision that you already have for your future because now putting two people together that's putting two minds who don't think alike and telling them to think the same and it clashes there are going to be fights there are going to be problems and those problems sometimes you are not with a strong person or you are not a strong person yourself you might not be able to withstand all of that so to spare yourself from all of that if there's a child just commit to the child 
both parties just commit to the child however you, it is and keep discussing on how you can be better parents as opposed to you trying to be a better relationship instead of just focusing on the child which is what keeps you guys together sometimes yes abortion is not a thing for for any of us uh, i wouldn't recommend it for anybody so don't run away from the responsibility by trying to abort or you know uh, own up to the responsibility but just commit to the one thing that has kept you guys or that that brings you guys together which is the child because you can't reverse that one part but mm-hmm. things that pertaining to the relationship don't try too hard if it doesn't work walk away you know uh, people put too much effort into a relationship where it ends up being a problem between you and raising the child and so much that most guys end up running away totally from the responsibilities because of such mm-hmm. or because there's too much expectations on the relationship and not the kid only which is what I'm staying here for abo um yeah that's what i'd say my three takeaways from this interviews were one there is no excuse for not being a present father in your child's life two don't let a failed relationship stop you from being a dad to your child and three The journey in fatherhood only gets better and better. Thank you to Msizi for sharing his story with us and thank you for listening. Happy Father's